0: good bro
1: <laughs> game face game face right ready.
0: game face baby <laughs>
1: we have a lot of topics to get into for this one uh, obviously some nfl topics i'm gonna get, get into some nba ones and some album reviews and just start off with seattle's comeback win versus philadelphia and the eagle struggles um seattle won 20 to 17 this past monday night and drew lock through a 29 yard touchdown pass to jackson smith um, with 28 seconds lefty cap the 92 yard drive this also ended a four game skid for the seahawks and now the eagles you know they're currently on a three game losing streak um looking at this at this game because i mean this was a, a dramatic finish for seattle obviously they, they really need to get back into the groove of winning and then philadelphia they just can't get can't get out of that current funk like to you like what were your overall takeaways of, of this game
0: Jalen hurts man yeah. Jalen hurts literally it hurts this offense. It and it's given he had two touchdowns on the ground, assistant in the running game, but where they're strongest at is in the passing game. Obviously, the run game is one of the percentage of their offense, but they like to stretch the field. And I think yeah. him continue to hold the ball too long. It's a problem. And being indecisive, an not everybody's not on the same page. There's a lot of stories going around. Of AJ Brown upset they had a players only meeting all these things there's a lot going on now and I think it's starting to bother Jalen Hurts so now you flip that Prescott who's always been in the midst of that flip it to Jalen Hurts now that's where Jalen Hurts is I believe as the head of this offense, and being the the quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles. Not everybody's on the same page. A lot, of, a lot of things going on mentally, I think, for him. Injuries were the first thing, and then now he's having those back and forth with his, with his, his wide receivers. But him holding the ball, him being indecisive, not accurate, making mistakes. This offense, for the first 10 games, didn't really make many mistakes. Now they are, and the defense is not helping them. Right. This, this was this was defense. Defense will, will get them out of situation if if, if Jalen Hurts do something on the offense is stalemating the defense pickups the slack. We haven't seen them rush to rush to pass or that good Yeah, They get pressures. This secondary has been out of all sorts, they look terrible. I mean, it's just a lot of things going away that we talked about last week that they normally can elude. <clears throat> Excuse me, and you know, try to get away, and at the tail end, make something that'll let them win. But now, they are they just don't look, just don't look good. They, they, they don't. just don't look good.
1: They really don't. And it's like interesting. Like when they had that that ten and one start. Like, do you think sometimes when a team is like, like we even said, they didn't look themselves, but they were still winning games. So that covered things yeah. up. Like, do you think like that's yes. what happens sometimes when you're winning? It kind of covers up what what's actually there, and people aren't really paying attention to the to the weaknesses as much.
0: To a, certain extent, to a certain extent, because yeah. we always talked about them not playing a complete football game and they're still winning. Yeah. Now that was the, the that was the blemish. That was the, the, the thing that we took away. Like, man, these guys are not playing a full football game, but they're still winning. How? Now I think in the back end of the season, all those things that allowed them to win those 10 games are not, it's it's not the same anymore because it's a lot of more factors that are going down. And it started with Jalen hurts in that running game. The running game was working. Jalen hurts had, didn't have to do much. And then they can, they can run an offense that caters to Devontae Smith and AJ Brown on the outside. But now that the running game is really not working. Jalen hurts is not full hundred percent. He's not as confident as he's used to be in, in the beginning of the season. That plays a role. And, you you get these losses and that 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 interception. I mean, you try to make a play, try to try to drive it down the third field. I saw a lot of clips of saying that the the check down game well was open. He's not even his peripherals. He's yeah. he's going to the, one of no the number way. one guy. Yeah, it's not in peripherals. That check down doesn't matter at the end of the game. So I don't fall him from that, but I do think he made too many mistakes this game. And the Seagulls just capitalized on a lot of a lot of plays and they drove it down the field against Brad, I think it's Bradbury or whatever that DB yeah, is. Every play was against him. That's secondary. And I think Debo Samuel pointed this out. He was trashed. And now the receipts are coming out. The videos are yeah, resurfacing. He might have been right. He might, you have might a be. Point. Debo you might, might have, have a point.
1: point. <laughs> All I know is the, the, um, the, when that happens, when that, when, when, players know players really know sometimes Mm -hmm. like when it's media people are like oh no but when a player says that and then this team starts losing we're like oh he actually had some some strong validity to it and so some of those some of those weaknesses are really coming out did you have any takeaways from Seattle's point of view because I mean Drew Locke he had to close it out he was making some some big plays and obviously like you know Seattle they're on the fringes but this was I don't know I don't know if if people were more more focused I feel like people were more focused on what Philly Philly didn't do in, in, in that game and having that three-game losing streak.
0: That's that's a takeaway. If Philly, if Jalen Hurts plays perfect football, two touchdowns, no blemishes, this yeah. is a totally different game. I think the defense helped them out on the Seahawks. Obviously, the Seahawks has got one of the best secondaries in National Football League. Drew Locke didn't have to do much. Don't make mistakes, draw the full, draw the uh draw the ball down the field. Take advantage of a cornerback who is is playing off, who's he's not press coverage, who's who's not doing good the entire game. Pick on him. That's yeah. an easy, you know, pitch and catch, as they like to say in the NFL and in, in in football in general. Yeah, he didn't have to do much. I'm not taking away. He was so excited. Yeah, people remember me. And then next week you're gonna lose because are, are you, you, you calling him? <laughs> are,
1: you call, are you calling him Brock Purdy?
0: <laughs> no, Brock <laughs> Purdy is better. And has more weapons, obviously. Yeah. But Drew Locke had his time and had his being the number one guy. And we've seen what he can do. And, it, and it's nothing. Brock Purdy, on the other hand. so We don't get started. Again, I'm not going to get If he wins the MVP, if he wins the MVP, I lose all hope for the NFL.
1: <laughs> That's going to be such an interesting Brock Purdy, NFL MVP winner.
0: <laughs> That'll be crazy, bro. I will literally spend 10 minutes. <laughs> Belly aching. Yeah, I'll, go, I'll
1: give you a rant. I'll let you. Do yeah, it. on before, Brock Purdy, bro, him, bro. <laughs>
0: who has one of the this year or the past five seasons has one of the best yak receivers and best yak tight ends in the National Football League. That's
1: crazy.
0: And he he has. Oh, he has more yards than and then less attempts because he has two. No matter yet, he has the <laughs> top five yak running back, top five yak wide receiver, in top five, yak, tight end, yards after catch. It's making him look good.
1: That's why they're going to the Super Bowl. Thank you.
0: They're not going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> They're not going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> they're, not the Super Bowl. <laughs> they're not going to go to the Super Bowl.
1: I, I love that. Look, we're we're keeping the same. Me and him are keeping the same energy throughout. I'm not yeah. waving off of 49 because January is going to be interesting. It's going to be so interesting because we're he's going to revisit this. If I if I'm wrong, Savon is not going to let me like live this down. No,
0: I'm absolutely wrong. not. <laughs> I'm going to text you. Oh yeah, I know it. I know.
1: <laughs> I know that text is coming. That text is definitely coming. Um, and now getting into buffalo's dominant win versus dallas the bills won uh, 31 to 10 and one of the biggest factors that contributed to this was you know dallas being limited to only a field goal through 57 minutes and they're now three and four on the road and buffalo man the last couple of weeks they have th- the fact that they can run the ball effectively bodes really well for them if if they can make it into playoffs obviously they still have a lot of, a lot of things that yeah. need to work for work in their favor to even get in um and they just josh allen didn't even have didn't do really really anything, but that run game was so impressive. The defense locked in, and I feel as though this is looking like a a very much so different team, and we know the Bills can be really good. We, we talked about it countless yeah. times. They can be one of the best teams, if not the best team in the AFC. Um, So you, what's it out to you overall in this game and what Buffalo was able to do?
0: You literally said it. James Cook, man. James Cook, 179 yards, 25 tips, one touchdown. Yep. It behooves me and I'm going to use that word, that Josh Allen got player of the game in the locker room.
1: That's insane, bro.
0: Where he had seven for 15, 94 yards 94 and a yards. touchdown. How he is even, that? Even
1: said, he even said after, like, I feel like I feel like I, I'm a, I was, like, part of a class project where I barely did any anything. We got an A. Like, it's like, yeah. what did I do? <laughs>
0: yeah, he didn't do nothing. Yeah. He didn't do nothing. It was all on James Cook's back. And we've talked about that. I said... They need to come back to the basic principles of football and run it and make things less difficult for Josh Allen. And look at this. They just beat a Dallas team that was hot. Hottest team in the league. One of the hottest teams in the league after the the 49ers. 49ers. And yeah, yeah. Okay, well, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, that's it. But no, remember last week when we talked about Dak Prescott in the, the month of December. That
1: take aged bad. I said Dak <laughs> and I was like, this looks
0: <laughs> It's the month of December, bro. Like it's it's 21 for 34, 134 yards, an interception, running game wasn't working. And again, Dak has been playing really good this season, but the month of December is his Achilles heel. And I'll keep saying that until he breaks if he, he heals it somehow. It's he cannot be MVP unless he played a full December month of December, and his it's it's the guy who's had the reins before him, Tony Romo. His Achilles' heels was the month of December. I don't know if it's just
1: with Cowboys, uh, Cowboys Cowboys <in December>. quarterbacks. <laughs> like what happened so, y'all in December?
0: <laughs> and he he, he looked he didn't look comfortable in the pocket, and he didn't look confident in the pocket. The running game really wasn't working. They, it, it wasn't the Bills were doing anything spectacular on defense. It was it's a lot of cover three, a lot of cover two. I mean, they were blitzing him, here, hear him there, giving him pressure. So they didn't do much to rattle him. It's and, you know just... what else?
1: and you know what else? Like, if, if I had told you how Dallas would lose, you probably would have guessed a shootout. I feel like everybody yeah. guessed that They're going to lose, it's going to be a shootout. But with how that team was scoring – there's like oh, there's no way they're gonna just be limited to that that amount of points. Like that that really was the shocker is the fact that that offense couldn't do anything. And again, on the road, it's a different story with them because <laughs> we mm-hmm. see even in San Francisco. On the road, it's a different story. They get they get dominated by elite teams on the road.
0: Yeah, and and this was was was, was the same no exact thing. And I. When, when I watched the highlights, because I didn't get to the, the see the, the full full game, and I was just looking like, man, Dak doesn't... Like, the, the last game against the Eagles, game before that, different looks like different, different quarterback. quarterback. And, the, and again, I'm going to reiterate this. The Bills' defense was not doing anything spectacular. So it lets me to believe, is the hype getting to Dak Prescott's head? Is the MVP highlight Him being a candidate is getting to his head, or is the Bills' defense that good to hold one of the hottest teams the past five weeks to ten points? I think it's getting to his head. I don't think Bills' defense is that good to hold the Dallas Cowboys, who's one of the hottest teams, to ten points.
1: Yeah. Do Do you think for Buffalo? Because I I know they have the Chargers coming up. Like, what do you think for Buffalo going forward? Like in terms of. If they possibly get into the playoffs, like what what is their best formula for possibly being a dark horse and making it deeper? You know, you you know how we always mention you know the, 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 the
0: dark horse, the yeah.
1: dark horses. But do you think that they can possibly be that team going forward if they get in?
0: If the running game is this crisp, I mean, you have the Chargers next week, then you have New England after that, then you run into a snag with Miami. I don't know if Miami is going to sit their players first and like second starters, half. Yeah. We don't know just yet. I mean, they can go two and one for the last three games and possibly make the playoffs. Right. If the running game is working and if Josh Allen can do what he did in the beginning, his first two, three years of extending plays, game managing, not making many mistakes, don't force the football, play smart football, then, yeah, they have an opportunity. We've seen this countless times in them meeting the Kansas City Chiefs and falling short, but them going to the postseason and trying to make a run to the Super Bowl. But if the running game is working, we'll see against the Chargers. We'll see against New England, two batter teams. I think Miami's run defense is a bit better. We'll see about that. And there's a division rival. So I don't know. They, It just depends. It just depends if this running game and if Josh Allen is going to play smart football. It's all depending on Josh Allen.
1: It really is. Yeah.
0: It's all like... Once he if he gets in his head and then it's over. He's going to throw two picks. He's going to, you know, leave the pocket too soon. He's going to leave his offensive line high and dry, and I don't know. It's just that's the that's the mo. Yeah, roller coaster, for... coaster with Josh Allen. Yeah,
1: <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Uh And now getting into to the Baltimore and uh, Jacksonville uh matchup, the Ravens won twenty three to seven and this past Sunday night in Jack. The uh, the Jacksonville and and Baltimore. What did you kind of think about Tr- Trevor Lawrence's mistakes in that? in that game and also how, how Lamar Jackson is kind of like, he's not really getting that much attention for the MVP discussion. Cause like we mentioned Brock Purdy and uh, you know, Tyree kill then Dak Prescott last week, but Lamar Jackson, he should be in that conversation and he's not really getting kind of, you know, that notoriety or, or attention currently
0: because his numbers, his numbers are not this, this office is not built to have 300, 400 passing yards. It's not, it's not built for, for having those wild numbers or numbers like B- Brock Purdy, Dak Prescott, yeah. you know, these, these wide receiver, I mean, quarterbacks who throw a high percentage of the time, they love to mix, obviously the run and pass RPOs, uh, option plays, a lot of things. They they love mixed direction, love spreading off the defense out mm-hmm. and, and running it and misdirection. So, it's not going to bring more that many stats that'll be enticing for him to be MVP. Right. And you know when a quarterback is MVP, he's like what three, four thousand yards, five, you know, close to five thousand, probably like 20, 20 touchdowns or whatever the case may be. Case may be. Not saying Lamar Jackson's not having a good season. I think it's more so he looks better in the win and loss column instead of being a the most valuable player of the league, but. For Trevor Lawrence, man, and outside of those fumbles, I think he played a good game. Those Obviously, those are pivotal moments. Those are takeaways. Oh, Driving down the field, you can't put the ball on the ground. Jalen Hurts is the same way. He puts the ball on the ground a lot. And Trevor Lawrence this year has been the doing the same thing and hurts the team. Outside of that, I think they're removing the ball well. Just can't do that. I do, I do think Trevor Lawrence is becoming a better quarterback and being like that season vet. The, the the difference between last year and this year I think one you add you had um um not riddick Jesus um <laughs> Calvin Ridley Calvin Ridley, Ridley Calvin <laughs> you had Calvin Ridley uh you had Agnew yeah. um obviously you already had you know Trevor Etienne uh Travis Etienne not Trevor I'm thinking of his his brother who yes. left us
1: Departed. The departed. <laughs> the departed.
0: But no, I mean, I mean, that's <laughs> you. are funny, man. I see that 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 Christopher Nolan jab, man. Oh, Is man. that a that's Christopher Nolan, right?
1: That's Martin Scorsese. That's your guy. What are you talking about? The departed. What the departed?
0: The departed. Martin Scorsese. What am I thinking of? I'm ta- <laughs> no, no, I'm thinking of another movie. That has, what's called me because the party has Leonardo in it.
1: Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm.
0: Yeah. That's Who's the other head. one? Yeah, Inception. Yeah, That's yeah, what yeah, I am thinking yeah. of. I was thinking of Inception. I'm thinking in. of Inception. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Anywho, football, right? <laughs> Our very tandem, you know, ride going to the the Who's movie. <laughs> Bang, bang. Because my brain just... Ah. <laughs> Um, but no, I mean, outside of those two fumbles, I think Trevor Lawrence played a, a decent game. Yeah, But those two takeaways are are pivotal for that offense. And they were struggling with the running game. I thought he was, I think he's, man, I think he's top 10 quarterback, to be completely honest with you. Obviously the record shows, but those, you can't do that. But right. going back to the Ravens, Lamar Jackson, this offense is not built for big time accolades like that. Obviously you already had, he got MVP. Uh, I think his first year, if I'm not mistaken.
1: I think so. Yeah, really. Yeah, really.
0: he got he got MVP his first 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 year. So those obviously his numbers were different. But this, I think, they're more concerned about the win and loss column, which which they should. And That's they're winning important. ball games. They're eleven to three. Once important. There you go, eleven to three.
1: Definitely. Um, and, and I mean the the game they have coming up against San Francisco, bro, on Christmas on Christmas night
0: it's gonna be beautiful. it's gonna
1: be a great yeah. for the be first beautiful. but think about this for the first time in a long time the nba is not like holding captive of like the christmas night because usually
0: at, yeah
1: it's crazy how like more people are excited for an nfl game on christmas day than an actual nba game so they're still having nba games but like everybody's talking about the san francisco, san francisco ball yeah it's gonna be like the headliner
0: bro that's a beautiful point i didn't even realize that yeah, because it falls on Monday night, yeah. and it's Monday night football, and yeah, They're finally, competing. bro. They're
1: competing for it. Like, hey, whoever
0: made team. whoever made this calendar did a great job. I thought they did a folly, but they did a great job. I'm tired of watching basketball on Christmas. I'm tired. I'm still gonna watch it, but I mean,
1: <laughs>
0: I'm tired. It. But this game, bro, it's this have this has playoff implications, bro. Yeah. This this is gonna be a not a high scoring game for sure. It's gonna be a gritty it's probably going to be close, probably like a 17-14 type of game. Who has the ball last, kick a field goal type of field to me because yeah. one, this offense with, with the Ravens is not going to be like this high-powered. Right. Like not high-powered. They're not going to score so many points if they, I mean, I don't, I don't know. It's, now this 49 defense is playing a little better. Fran Warner, after I said Fran Warner looked like he was non-existent, he's been playing lights out. Yeah. I mean, Bosa hasn't really showed me anything, but I think the defense as a whole has played better. better. But I think with this type of offense, Bosa, it's going to cause some problems.
1: Bosa hasn't been that that impressive
0: no. this year. He really hasn't. No. No, he's not. I mean, I, I don't know if it's that injury he had before the season. I, I don't know. I know what's going on with him, but he's he hasn't. He's been looking like just like a, a stale piece of bread, to be honest with you, bro. A stale, <laughs> stale piece of bread. Piece of bread. Just, you just look at it, just like, oh. Reminds
1: me of that scene of Michael Clayton when the guy's coming out with that bread. <laughs> it's like, why do you have that much bread,
0: <laughs> What? All right. What's going
1: on here? In the bread market, I see.
0: <laughs> oh, my goodness, man. <laughs>
1: But are you picking Baltimore
0: uh, for that? Ooh, yes. I'm going to go Baltimore. I think BCR. no, it's not because <laughs> I do not like. It's not because I do not like the 49ers. I think 49ers are a good team. I just don't think they're a Super Bowl team. I think at some point those weapons they have on offense it's going to shoot themselves in the foot and we've seen that several times and i've said they've been in the super bowl before they've yep. been close to, to to the to the um to the conference championship year. uh well last year. it's so many things that i've seen over the years that hasn't gave me like okay i we've seen this 49ers uh script every single year <laughs> like it's no difference i'm not like surprised now trent williams is back okay that's cool i'm not surprised At some point, Brock Purdy is going to show who Brock Purdy really is. And he's already showed that this year. He's already shown that. There's going to be a point where he's going to show it again, and those weapons are not going to mean anything. And I think this defense is going to have fits with this RPO and run style with Lamar Jackson, and I don't think he's going to make many mistakes. Lamar Jackson has not made that many mistakes this year. I think it doesn't start against the 49ers. I I have the Ravens winning.
1: Like twenty to seventeen?
0: <laughs> Something like that. Something like that. I don't yeah. think
1: San Francisco it's 23 oh. to
0: 20. 23-20. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one. 23-20. Cause I just I just don't think the 49ers are gonna like move the ball because the the Ravens defense is pretty good this year. If ever They're there was good. a year,
1: if there ever was a year I could get into, I should get into legalized betting. It should be this year. So I can, <laughs> the, house and the 49ers, but I'm not I gonna know. do it. I'm not gonna do it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the Ravens are the number two defense in the NFL. They only allow 208, 213 yards passing, and they only allow 100 yards rushing. They're number second overall in the league. And they're going against the 49ers. I think we are top five yes. in offense. So it's is gonna, gonna be a be good a great, one. Great, yeah,
1: great clash. Definitely. Um, and actually I'm sitting to the NBA with um kind of thoughts on Ja Morant's return and the game winner versus the Pelicans. Grizzlies won 115 to 113, and Ja had 34 points in his first game back. And the game winning floater as time expired was, was, you know, obviously the exclamation point. They trailed by 24 in the first half. And Ja, like, he has that. Um, I, I know for this game he really wanted to to set the tempo sometimes. I think this was the first. The first game back from a player, the most points from 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 a player uh, coming back from a twenty five plus uh, twenty five game suspension. So he really was, you know, in attack mode, um, yep. just being aggressive, not settling at all. What did you think about this? Because obviously the Grizzlies, they're they're in a bit of a bind. Like they started started season off six and nineteen, um, and now he's coming back, and they really have to go on a run. But Jaws back now; he's healthy. Yeah. Um, What do you think this means for them? Obviously, he's one of the best point guards in the league, one of the the best scores we have, and what he can do for them going forward. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Production set good? (laughs) I I got nervous. Man.
0: (laughs) No, everything is copacetic. But no, what I've seen for for Ja, man, it's good to have him back. Yes. Because I think he's getting groomed. Yeah, so exciting. And I think he's getting groomed to be the face of the NBA once LeBron James finally puts his shoes up. That's a statement. Steps down. I think he can, but you look at the type of player he is and how many players infuse in one, and his bag is is never ending. Yeah. It's just the imagery has to come with it of yeah. being the face of the NBA because the Luca train has stopped. The G- Zion is been it's been at the same station for uh, uh, five thousand is- years. You don't, don't to like be the Luka, face. We don't like Luka Mania? We don't like Luka Mania? To be the <laughs> to be the face of the NBA? No, absolutely not. That train has sailed. If if Luka would have, I think because LeBron is still in the NBA, he's still playing at a high level. Luka, his his stardom. As the you know, I think it has dwindled and decreased a little bit. And then the hot topic is Jaw, and I think Jaw's a better player than Luka. because Jaw's gonna play defense. That is true. Luca doesn't play Luka does defense. Luca does not care about defense. Yeah. Russell Westbrook was clear on that. Man, go at him. Go at him. He don't want to do nothing. Go at him. So I think Jaw can be the face. It just has the the imagery. And I was you know, looking at Gibbett Arena's uh, podcast, you know, whatever. And he said the same thing. And I was like, yes, I, I do believe. Because the type of player, he's hes a high flyer. He's probably going to participate in a, the slam dunk contest eventually. He can shoot threes. He can finish at the rim. He's, all the kids like him, want to be him. Shoe, his first... I think his first shoe came out, was gone into the first 20 minutes. Wait. So he has... Quick, so he can be. I don't see nobody going to get Lucas shoes if he has any, but no, but that's fair.
1: That's good. fair. That's fair. Yeah, get, he, he checked me on that because I was like, nah, they ain't going. They, they're they not confident. Kids are not confident. Lucas shoes. No,
0: absolutely <laughs> Mom, not. take
1: me to the store to get some. Luka shoes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> What's up? What you got on the Lucas, the Don Chicks, the Don Chicks? <laughs> But no, for his <laughs> performance, going back on his performance, man, that's that's how you set a tone yes. of putting everybody on notice. I was gone for a while, my team suffered because of me, right. and I'm gonna come back. I'm gonna show them why I can be the face of the NBA, why my team missed me, right. and what I can truly do if I focus on basketball and basketball alone. And you hit a hit the game winner, like. You can't, you can't make this script you up. A guy who's suspended that. for... That's yeah, like the bro, you can't script, script that. I I'm, I'm like, yo, he hit the game winner. His first game back, then you That's get great. praise from LeBron James. Even Draymond, who's locked up right now, gives you like... Draymond locked up at Rikers right now.
1: Bam, he's tweeting from Rikers. <laughs> Y'all, he is tweeting from Rikers. <laughs> this is insane.
0: You can NBA is so the NBA is so entertaining. Yo, Are you not entertained? They got poor, bro. Not entertained? I'm you, Draymond locked up right now. What? Like
1: It always whenever I think whenever I think of, of someone being like I always think back to, to that that um that the track um, light up where Wayne is like in jail and he sends his extra verse to, to, to Drake and they added, I oh yeah, like, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. And yeah, he yeah, went yeah. off too. He went off. Too. <laughs>
0: crazy went off, bro. He went crazy on that track.
1: Um, and, and now get to the Clippers, uh, nine game winning streak. Now, since they're a six game losing streak, they've been the hottest team in the league and have won uh, 14 of, the, of their, their last 17 since the rough start. And really a lot of the, the, the pieces are clicking for them. Um, Players are settling into the role. Obviously, Kawhi, he, he's been spectacular recently. Um, Westbrook is contributing to a degree that that fits him um, off the bench. Like, to you, when you look at this Clippers team and what they're doing, because obviously, like, w- when they first got all together, we were not convinced at all. We thought it was a mess. But, yeah, I mean, the way they are looking now, they really are a force to be reckoned with and how they're now they're clicking and how they're putting things together. And I think it's... It's also when you have four stars like this, you really have to, hey, like delegate the talent. Don't try to mm-hmm. put it all together. Like if you separate it and you let it flow naturally, it actually can be something special. Um, what is kind of set out to you on, on their current nine-game streak?
0: A lot of people are gonna think I'm crazy for saying this. The igniter of this squad, and a lot of people has wrote him off so many times in the past three years is Russell Westbrook. He is slashing like the old Russell Westbrook and yeah. finishing at the rim. He's the igniter. He's the guy who put his body on the line to finish at the rim. Yeah. And I think that's what they're missing. Somebody to sacrifice himself like Patrick Beverly used to do right. that enforcer. They and, But in this case, I think Russell Westbrook is an igniter. And I think Kawhi Leonard is playing like he did when he was at Toronto and when he was at the Spurs. Doing everything and above, playing great defense, finishing at the rim, creating plays, facilitating. Like, I think this there's a new reju- rejuvenation for those two calls, two guys. Paul George, James Harden, whatever. I think the igniters and the guys who are carrying this team right now is Russell Westbrook and Kawhi Leonard. Paul George and James Harden can kick rocks, to be honest with you. I'm tired of waiting on Paul George. I'm tired of scrolling through Facebook and TikTok and seeing his podcast. Bro, go. Work on your jump shop, bro.
1: You're one of those people who, if you see a player have a podcast, oh, man, get out of the studio. <laughs> right.
0: Jeff Teague is another one, bro. Jeff Teague gets on my nerves. I'm like, bro, why are you podcasting? Like, nobody cares. You had one good season when y'all went, what, 60s? They won 66 games and lost in the playoffs, bro. Go kick rocks. You too. But Sports Paul media, George... man.
1: Sports media is interesting because it's like, I, I see like, I feel like JJ Redick, the fact that he's retired now and he's he's like, Full fledged into media, like, and but yeah. also like, when he was playing, there was never a point where you were people were criticizing because he was like such a professional. He was well, on yes. time way earlier before everybody else. He knew that balance. Even, even Draymond, like with his podcast blowing up, and, and what we see with that, like when you see like players in sports media, like with what's ha- even the Kelsey brothers, they have their own podcast. What do you yeah. think about that, and when do you think it, it goes too far? Like, what's the balance?
0: So I think if you're gonna be ex-player brings something, a new perspective or even an old perspective to the media that you're covering. I like Draymond Green because his perspective, it, what is antics? I think he brings a different perspective. I think he answers a lot of unanswered questions that a lot of spectators are wanting to hear. Yep. And I think when it comes to J.J. Reddick is another guy who's intuitive and knows the game of basketball to where it's watchable. Yeah, you want to watch like, it. I, yeah, obviously you know Paul George knows the game of basketball, but I don't want to hear you talk about basketball when you're still playing and not playing at a great... You're, you're not under- playing good. good.
1: You're underperforming. You're underperforming. Yes. Reps. I not hear
0: you. And then Jeff Teague is like,
1: "Bro, that podcast like, is the best. That podcast is
0: the best. Huh, bro? Move. Every time I see it, I just swipe up. Yeah. Like, bro, I don't want. I don't want to hear it. I'm like, you gotta bring something I'll to Gilles the Zareno. table.
1: I watch Gil's arena. Gil's arena. Yeah, former, yeah.
0: Gil yeah. forces the envelope with a lot of topics. Yeah. In another one, he was um, talking about. MVP, like when Dirk Nowinski won MVP, he should have never won MVP because he averaged 24 points, blah, blah, blah. Is that MVP? And I totally agree. That's a great point. And then what's well, going to going at? It. Jennings be on there. Like yeah, they be K. going Martin. at, it, but yeah, <laughs> Kenyon Mark. But I like I like Gil because Gil pushes the envelope. He's not afraid to bring new, new discussions to the table or different perspectives of the new discussion. Because a lot of people say, yeah, man, he deserved to win that. He deserved Dirt Whiskey deserved to win that the MVP. No, absolutely not. He don't deserve that. MVP is most valuable player on the entire league, not just on your on the bas- your basketball team, right? What year did Dirk win and it?
1: What year did Dirk win
0: it? it? It was the year that uh Shaq was hurt. It was a, a lot of top players oh, got hurt. Got I can't remember what year it was, but it was a lot of top. I think it was the year that Shaq first went to. No, 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 that's not it. That's not it. I can't remember. I can't remember what year. But I like Gills because he bring. he's not afraid to push the envelope. He's not afraid to bring in a new perspective. And I love when he talks about. Um, 06. 06. 06. Okay. So that was that actually the was. first, first year, year Shaq went to Miami. First year Shaq went to yeah. Miami. Okay, that's right. Wait. They won. Oh, 05, 06. Yeah, so. 05, 06. He, did he get hurt? Shack got hurt in the beginning of the year.
1: I feel like the beginning of the year.
0: I think he did, yeah. and then they came on. That was Wade the big. That was crazy. the big
1: narrative, like Dirk being the MVP, losing in the finals.
0: That's right. Yeah, That's, right. Yeah. Great, That's right. Yeah. That's right.
1: That's
0: right. Great finals, by, <laughs> by the way. Dwayne Wade French just
1: bananas. <laughs> That was prime prime wade <laughs> Honestly, yeah, like, not clash. even prime d It was like when we were first, I like, realized, okay, this guy's yeah. a star star. Young <laughs>
0: book Yeah, young yeah. book d Yeah,
1: definitely. We we're, were talking about sports. Did you, finish, did you finish your point? Did you finish your point? I was like, we went off on a tangent about Gills Arena yeah, Jeff Teague and pa- Paul George. Paul,
0: Paul George <laughs> podcast, Draymond's podcast. Michael Parsons
1: has a podcast on the NFL. <laughs> <Well>, everybody
0: <laughs> yeah, everybody, yeah, everybody yeah.
1: has a podcast now. Um. And, and, and another another thing, bro. I have to mention this: the, the Detroit Pistons, bro. The Detroit Pistons twenty four losing twenty four game losing streak. Only only two wins. For Kobe, somebody for Kobe. <laughs> somebody said, somebody said, is this the worst team ever in NBA history? Like, is there is there another team in NBA history that you can think of that was like started off this bad? I can't even really like think of of a this bad of a losing streak.
0: It was always th- no 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 no. No, Washington was good too. Jersey was good. Ah, uh, the Nets were good. The Nets were no. Was, it was, it was one season. The Nets was like garbage. I can't remember. It was before Jason Kidd and Kenyon Martin and all those guys. They were hot garbage. But they won twenty four game losing hot garbage. This is the worst team, of basketball. Ever, even before Black people were allowed to play,
1: (laughs) that's that's really saying something.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Even before the merger, baby, that's crazy. Nah, this is yeah, they're terrible, bro. That's this
1: definitely, bro. This is so bad. This is just like twenty-four game losing streak. Like the motivation to even come in and play. It's like I don't even want to (laughs) like. Be seen.
0: <laughs> oh, but no, they didn't go on a loser streak. But when John Wall first year with the Wizards, they won 18 games. Mm. I mean, the season's not over with, but they were that, but they weren't like terrible. They had some dogs though. They, they, had, Gil yes. they had Gil on there. They had Gill. They had a couple players on, on that team. They just didn't jail well. They didn't they didn't play well. But this team just they did it for Kobe. Do it for the Saint, do it for little Saint. Do it for little... <laughs> Do it for Kobe. Maybe 24. 24 in a row. It's I like that. That's... It's
1: interesting, though, recently, uh, uh, re- recently this past – I think it was this past Tuesday night when the Warriors, they came back from like – they were down by like double digits or, or, or something. And, um, and, and Steph, he had 33 points. Uh, mm-hmm. they, they go on a rally. They, they've won three straight. And Shaq said something about like, you know, we might have to, to put – he said something interesting about we might have to put Steph in like the all-time greatest category – and Kenny asked him, "Hey, is, is is Steph better than you?" He said, "Yeah, I would say he's better than me. Ste- Steph, or
0: Shaq all it. time.
1: What, what did you think about that? Steph or Steph or Shaq all time? Because Shaq was just unguardable, you know. In his, but Steph has changed the game. You know what I mean? We we we've yeah. never seen a player who's like been able to do what Steph is. And that MVP, that 2016 season when he went 50, 40, and 90, that was like I've never seen a guy shoot that crazy in, in an entire season. Yeah."
0: It's tough because I, I don't think Shaq Shaq gives himself enough credit, but he doesn't give himself the whole picture of credit. Yeah. He changed the game too. That hack of Shaq, That's that crazy. was for a reason because nobody could guard him or stop him. Like there Lou, he used, he dunked on like three people before, bro. At
1: once, like, like at once, <laughs> at
0: once. He used to come down and run when he was younger with the with the the Magics. He used to run the court. Who gonna go him when he's running the court? Give me the ball. Huh? At seven foot three. No, he's not seven foot three. Seven foot one. No, he's not seven foot one. He's seven foot three. Shaq is your favorite player. You should know this.
1: Shaq is your favorite player, man. I'm surprised he didn't. Know
0: that. <laughs> is he he's seven one? He's seven one. 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 I used to have his books and everything. I know his, his his stepdad was in the military. Like I is like I used it to all Seven this one. stuff. Seven one. Seven, one. I second go. guess myself. Seven one. But man, I Steph Curry transcended the three point line and small ball, right? Yeah. But Shaq in the entirety, changed the way you guard a big man, and they couldn't guard him so much. That they had to foul him before he got the ball. I think the latter, because a lot of people don't think because the the transcending of Steph with his shot, it was good for basketball. And I'm still on the fence too. So it all depends on if you see Steph Curry's game changing the NBA in a good way. And sometimes I don't think it's in a good way because I'm old school
1: ridiculous
0: crazy and it's somebody wide open somebody can be have the ball on a rebound first thing he do look to the three-point line i don't think that's always good for basketball
1: not i don't it's not how, we're
0: taught. It's not how we we're taught no it's not, it's and always. it's it doesn't make sense and you can shoot your way in and you can shoot your way out sometimes you can shoot your way out of a slump but i just It all depends on your perspective. If you think Steph Curry, how he transcended the game, was in a good way. Yeah. Was it good for the state of basketball? Big man, he changed. Steph Curry, and I feel like in a negative way, changed how we look at big men. And now they don't get drafted as much. Mm -hmm. They don't have opportunities to make teams because it's a lot of small ball. If you can't shoot a three, like – you might as well go play football be a seven foot one tight end like you're going to catch everything buddy
1: it's so funny because because one, because one time I, w- I was in a basketball camp it was, it was like a, a, a saturday like um for the fifth grade and we're and we're playing and this is like the first like going on a fast break it's one one and i have a, a player that's like wide open for a layup but i just pull up for three <laughs> and, and the guys the coach tells me hey man uh i just want to tell you something <laughs> Ah! <laughs> don't ever and I was thinking like and today Please, like, do it
0: Boy, what yeah they don't care back
1: then it was like a- oh, but now it's like do it go for it <laughs>
0: and I don't think so the, I, I can't put Steph Curry just yet on the all time greatest list in the conversation I think Shaq was saying in the conversation I don't think he's ready yet to be in that conversation because so if we do that no if we do that because you look at the the goat conversation, right? It's always to LeBron James and Michael Jordan. Great. Kobe Bryant was as great as both of those guys, and he gets left out that conversation. If we put Steph Curry in that conversation, when Kobe Bryant gets the the, the lesser half of those votes, what are we saying to Kobe Bryant? You think Steph Curry is better than Kobe Bryant?
1: I don't think, I don't think he's saying that, but I think he's like he's in that like top. He's possibly in that top ten list. He's in that, he's top in
0: that. 10 list I, I of so. all time no
1: and like he's not getting close all time he's not getting close i, th- I think steph, i think steph is getting because he's getting better yeah. that's that that's what's crazy the fact that that yeah. that, that what you did back to back years you know, he's the greatest shooter of all time and he's not going to be in that conversation
0: bro i have i have so many players that's better than steph Curry.
1: all right we'll say that for another I know he's easy. We, <laughs> we, we just said
0: three already. LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, Shaquille O'Neal, uh, Larry Bird, Scotty Pippen.
1: Oh, Scottie Pippen. Whoa. Whoa. Bro, I hate the slit <laughs> on
0: Scotty Pippen. Whoa. Scottie Pippen was a dog, bro. The dude was a dog, bro. Scotty Pippen. Ever.
1: One of the greatest defenders ever, but overall, Steph's the best. No,
0: sh. Score too, bro. People because they only think about Michael Jordan's score, bro. Scotty could do it all.
1: Scotty is one of the greatest defenders we have ever had, but still.
0: So that's two of the best evils because Steph Curry is the best shooter. Scotty's the best defender. I'm going to take a defender over a shooter because I can go get Michael Jordan like they already did. He could be my scorer. I need a defender. I don't, if i build a team, I'm not going to put Steph MJ. Curry.
1: We saw how it was when they didn't have MJ that one year. Didn't get, didn't get, didn't get past second round against the Knicks. Like there's something about.
0: Whoa, 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 whoa. It's the same thing that you said about <laughs> Michael Jordan when his first couple years until Scottie Pippen got there. That's when they start rocking and rolling. Don't you do that, Wellington. <laughs> don't you do that, bro. I'm tired of the Scottie Pippen slander, bro. Go watch his highlights. Not Easy. defense. I'm talking about offense, bro. Dude used to dunk everybody. Dude used to pull up, bro. Scotty Pivot letter got to stop, bro.
1: We're gonna re- hey in a couple weeks. We're gonna revisit that. We're gonna have a top ten conversation. We, we really are. I, I gotta Steph is that. not there yet. Oh, man, that that segment is gonna be insane because <laughs> oh, know we, this. Got, <laughs> we
0: gotta we gotta bring um we gotta not Micah. Yeah, we gotta bring Micah on.
1: Yeah. He, he would, love that. Michael, he would, he would, yeah, he he'll
0: like that. that one. Definitely,
1: we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to the show. Now we're getting to our album reviews, and start off with our first album review with new album in his project. Boz really dis- displays, you know, a lot of different styles as some of his, as some of its, you know, straight rap singing and then chill vibes. Um, you have the, the track with him, just trading bars with with Cole on, on Home Alone, and obviously there was a big anticipation because it, it had been such a big gap um, mm-hmm. before his uh, before his last project, um, and, and I think you know this was a good a good display of what of what Boz really does best. Um, I think the the intro really set the tone. I feel as though it was a really dope intro. Um, I, I think uh, Choppas was, was was a really good track. Um, Risk um, Home Alone, obviously um there's a lot of a lot of tracks on here where i feel is okay because some of like you know we mentioned passport bros wasn't you know we weren't as big big fans of that track but i think sometimes when he went into that lane that was kind of the weak part of the album because it kind of got you know it went into a dance hall feel that was kind of repetitive but i think overall this was a good project this was a good follow-up for him um and, and i think he's underrated but like you said Bob's yeah kind of like you know one of those people that kind of goes into the radar doesn't get that much acclaim but but is a very talented mc um to you kind of like what were your overall takeaways from this project
0: yeah i always call him like the uh tim duncan of hip-hop yeah or rap it's just consistent it's not gonna be flashy uh it was interesting you said about the, the dance hall feel that it was redundant and uh repetitive i thought it was a, a nice switch of pace um some of not, the things, not it,
1: all of it, a couple of tracks, oh, not, yeah, yeah, of yeah. tracks. Yeah, some,
0: yeah, yeah. Some, some were like, okay, they were cool. Um, I do think it gave it some, like, some seasoning to it because at at some point I was like, okay, I don't know where you're trying to go, what you're trying to portray in this. Like the the production was awesome. Like right. we only talk about real ish when we effed up. I was like, okay. I still don't like feel kind like kind
1: of a vague title.
0: Yeah, I don't know what you're trying to trying to trying to do with this album. Like he had some some nice songs. Um I didn't like all the songs J. Cole was on. There were I mean Passport Bros, I see it was a more of a um album song now. It, it is it an album does song. flow I love what he had. It's like number nine. I think one to seven deadly. I think I did like that track. And that it was flowed crazy. nicely. That yeah,
1: crazy.
0: <laughs> it flowed nicely into Passport Bros. And then I was like, hold up, this this sounds familiar. And then I looked, I was like, oh yeah, it's Passport Bros. Okay, so but I do like the flow of it. But I just didn't understand some of the placement of songs or the ideas or the concepts behind some of the songs. I'm like, okay, I really don't get it. But I did like it. I did like it. There was like I like the back half of it. If that, I don't know. For I you like, the, the, back you like the second half more. Yeah, I like from eleven down. Yeah, well, for I did Me, I
1: didn't, it's the first half I like better. The
0: first half, I don't know. It was it was certain songs on there that were that were cool, but like when it got to the the back half, I thought it was really dope. Like I liked it. I I, I really enjoyed like the dance hall because some of it it was like okay. You sound like Cole.
1: And maybe that's what it was. I felt like he was imitating somebody. It sounded like an imitation of somebody. Maybe like that was why some of the tracks, some of those dance hall tracks didn't work for me. But I, because I, I do like when Bob sings, like when he was singing like on, on, on Risk. And yeah. Like, I, it, it, oh. it, 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 it can really work. Um, but what, what, track, what track was that, that you were playing?
0: Paper cuts. I didn't oh, try to cuts. press it. I'm looking at the you know, like that, didn't like really, that? I didn't
1: really like paper cuts.
0: That was the closest thing we would get to. I'm on my night job. It was it wasn't the same type of feel, but it was like the I what we were talking about. we were looking for that type of track. That's the closest of all the four songs. That's the closest You like Home we Alone? I like Home Alone. Yeah, I like Home, liked Home Alone. Alone. Um, I didn't like Passport Bros. Paper Cuts was it was all right. Um, it was another one he was on.
1: I think he was only on three. He was on Home Alone. He said he God's was
0: workers. on four. He said, I'm on four, four songs from with my brother. I can't remember. But anyway, but nah, yeah, it was, I think it was, it was, it was solid. Uh, yeah, man, it was okay. Do you,
1: do you think this is one you're going to revisit a lot or is it just time, time will, time A couple
0: songs, probably like four songs, like Home Alone, um, it's a couple of dance also I can't remember the name of it, but they're going to get saved. I'm going to go back through them and say probably like four songs. Four out of 17 is actually bad. It's actually bad, actually. So it wasn't a solid album.
1: <laughs> That's about to say, man. That's a low ratio. <laughs>
0: Black, has Black, to be... Jedi.
1: Black Jedi was crazy. Uh, yes. intro was what? really good. Um,
0: you talking about Light of My one, Soul?
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. 179. One, one like? one you didn't like the intro as much?
0: No, I didn't really... It, it was okay. Like it wasn't
1: it didn't wow you.
0: Know. No, it didn't. You're just kinda like it didn't wow me.
1: One seven nine Delhi is underrated. Super underrated. I thought I thought that track was, was dope. Yeah. Yes. I like how he did I like I like that switch, yeah.
0: Yes. yes when it okay. came on i was like i okay, was that, that one, one was fire. like
1: okay yeah, that beat is crazy let me go ahead
0: and save that <laughs> one that was that was definitely one of my the ones i really liked i can't remember the names of it right now but but yeah that was that was a dope one that beat is crazy i
1: can't even lie i can't even lie when i was listening to it, i was like man i really gotta rap on rap on a beat like that one day i that's
0: was really? like <laughs> that's that that's that drill type yes like new york drill type beat yeah.
1: definitely um, and now getting to our to our next review with Big Crits, uh, regardless, is still timeless. Um, in this four-track surprise EP, focus on you know half of it being an, an upbeat approach, and the other half aiming for you know hits, hit songs that his fan base is more used to. Um, and this is interesting because you know it's been a while since we've got um new B- Big Crit music. Obviously, he's yeah. gearing up for another project. Um, and like the second half feels more so of what Big Crit is is used to making. In the second, the first half is you know a little um just trying to be experimental. What did you think about this EP overall? Because some of the tracks I didn't like. I didn't like the whole EP, but but a couple I I, I liked. I feel as though when it, especially when it's a four track EP, it's like you really got to just be like on the mark. <laughs> you Really got to be, really be on the mark. You gotta, you really got to be on the mark. Because if it's like six or seven, you <coughs> might. Me. I, I can give you some leeway before like you really got to be uh, j- j- just hitting it on the mark. What did you kind of think about it
0: overall? I liked it. I like that he was more experimental. That's what you do. On EPs. That's what we we like artists to do. Like obviously it's gonna take you know some time to like really.
1: I just need to listen to it more.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, I, I thought to... I thought it was I thought it was strategic, especially Man on the Moon. I think the concept and the beat switch. Like, I think it was my sub that beat switch, and then it oh, went yeah, into it was crazy. <laughs> I was like, Oh my goodness. So yeah. I mean it definitely has potential, and I see where he was going with it to kind of just give a sample. But he did give us, like, the, you know, something that could be played on the radio, some conscious. The Man on the Moon was more conscious to me. Y'all can put a man on the moon, but you can't. Like, it was, I, I thought it was it a dope concept. But I do think, I see where you're coming from. Like, you know, if you're going to do four songs, like, you got to be. I liked it. I liked it. It got saved. I, you know, I liked it. I like King Part 5. Uh, Center Free was dope. My sub was crazy, and then that beat that switch is <laughs> so good.
1: Like, mm,
0: what is going on here? That's dope. <laughs> At first, it was like I wanted to hate it because why did you switch it up, bro? It was flowing perfectly. It was going so good, and it just it just it won me over. It won me over. I don't know the that Garfield was. Bright dude. I don't know who that is, but he did an okay job with the 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 sample of the other song yeah. with him. Yeah.
1: It's a, it's a good starter it's a good starter for whatever the album is gonna you know for whatever his his aim for the album is So yeah. it, it's, it's definitely one of those eps I feel as though like you said it's it's a tr- strategic one he's definitely being like hey this is this is very much so what I'm gonna try to um test for the for the project um and I'll get into our next review with no name sundial um in this album released earlier this year but she's trying to bring about a re- renaissance of um more storytelling and hip-hop and a focus on intellect. um there's topics of anger violence and identity that that are addressed. Um and, and I really like how, how the storytelling in this is is really kind of highlighted. Um I think, you know, for her project she's always kind of tried to bring a different approach and especially when it comes to like a renaissance of um hip hop and just um trying to be more artistic, which I think all of her music is like that's mainly the 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 biggest element of it. Um what did you kinda of think about this um this project? You know, it has some some jazzy feels to it, obviously, you know. More rapping and, and and lyrical. What did you kind of think about it overall?
0: You know, at first I was like, who is this? But I remember for the J. Cole thing. Yes. I wanted to hate it. But it and won me over. It had some it had some moments in there moments. where I wanted not like her voice. A couple of songs like, okay, I'm skipping that. I don't I don't like your voice to this beat, but there was a lot of tracks on here that really sold me on her creativity and her ability to get the right people on tracks. Yes,
1: that's impressive.
0: Yeah, she's very impressive. Her pen is nice. Storytelling is amazing. Her voice is is more obviously she's better with slow tracks with her voice, but like with faster songs, I she kind of won me over yeah. in certain moments. And I think that's if if I would say her 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 Achilles heel or like her weakness is faster tracks, but I think her creativity, her hook writing, and her her storytelling ability are really really good. And I sure. think out of eleven, and it's precise with eleven songs. I think two songs out of out of eleven, two songs I didn't like. So I think I think that's, that's a solid a high, project. Uh,
1: that's a high rating. <laughs> that's a solid project.
0: It's only two songs that I skipped, and I was like, nah, I'm okay. I don't like your voice to that beat. So I'm gonna move it. The intro, Black Mirror. Like
1: intro. I wanted, I I wanted to I was repeating that
0: dislike lot. it.
1: Yeah. I was repeating that one a lot. That one was on repeat for me.
0: She was yeah, bro. Like, yeah, she's she's it, got the, it.
1: The first thing, the first thing that was that popped in my head when I was listening to the project, she knows how to start an album.
0: She yeah. knows
1: how to start an album. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Yep, I'm I'm in. <laughs> like, I knew just what, got it, straight to it.
0: Yeah, d- d- straight to it. Knew what direction she want to go into. Like the first song really laid the map of the next song. Hold Me Down was a nice track. Balloons was a nice track. Um, Boom Boom was a nice track. It was one fast song. I was like, oh no. And then she just went crazy on it. The hook was nice. The beat was nice. And then her verse was really strong. Like she surprised me in a lot of moments. This is the first like full project I listened to. It's the only song I listened to prior to this. Is her little diss track to J Cole? J
1: Cole, yeah. A lot of people suffer w- from that.
0: Yeah. yeah, and I was like, "Uh, baby girl, you need to stop. Why rap, you dissing Why are you dissing <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, this was solid. Not on eleven songs. I think that's a solid project.
1: Definitely. What do you think is gonna be like? Where can you see her career going? Like, like with her, with her kind of keeping this formula. Like, what do you want to see from from her going forward with with
0: newer projects? If she stays with this. I want to call it conscious rap, or to the like the the feel she is. She's she's gonna get lost in history because that's what they do with hip hop connoisseurs. I I believe she's a hip hop connoisseur and she's a conscious person who raps, studies hip hop. So study mean history shows like those type of rappers don't like today don't get that type of praise, and I think it's crazy because she tells a story which is what hip hop was anyways telling your story what you're going through your surroundings and I think she does that beautifully but I think she's going to be in the wayside because she's going to have those uh commercial tracks commercial hits type of songs she's going to get lost like Conway the Machine like uh even Freddie Gibbs like all these guys don't have those radio hit songs but I feel like they're hip hop connoisseurs so but i think she can she needs to continue on this role and pave the way for other female artists who's rapping like this and saying it's 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 just a nice feel if you love hip hop you'll like this album you'll I, like this. I i liked it
1: definitely um and i will going to turn next review with Kenyon Dixon's the R&B you Love review um, In this project you know there's an <clears throat> of different decades and eras of R&B he tries to cover um all the vintage elements of those eras and you know overall it, it's a smooth listen um i, I do like the fact that he, he really did add the interlude element of it. I really did respect because I feel as though like when you add interludes and it can really like uh, transition perfectly. And when you place it the right way, I, I, thought, he, I thought he did a smart job of, of interweaving that. And, and I thought this was a smooth project overall. Um, yeah. He has, a, he has, a, he's, he has a, a, a good sound. He has a, um, just n- the song structure, I think, for a lot of these tracks worked. And he, he knew how to put this one together. Uh, what did you yeah. kind of think about this one overall?
0: This was cool. Like, I, I love the interlude aspect. I was like, okay, that's a lot of interludes, sir.
1: Um, <laughs> that's yeah, yeah, that's like five or six interludes. interludes. <laughs> Fascinating.
0: But I do think they kind of, at at some point, slowed. Like, it kind yeah. of connected the project together. You can see
1: what he was doing.
0: And some of these are preludes more than the interludes. True. Like, obviously, you got 2000RB interlude, then you got 2000RB. I, I see these as preludes. Instead of interludes. Interludes,
1: yeah.
0: Um, But I do thought, I think I like the interludes better than I like the songs that preceded them and came after. Like the interludes were my favorite. You know, I'm an interlude guy. Oh, yeah. And then um, my two favorite songs on here was, and then someone with Alex Isley and then uh, with Cause, Fantasy.
1: Fantasy was insane. (laughs) Cause
0: is an underrated rapper. Shout out to Dreamville. Man, I think Kaz is such an underrated rapper don't get his flowers when he needs it, but I think he's a phenomenal rapper who, who's so versatile and can fit on any track you give him. And his voice is just, his cadence, it's just brilliant, man. But those are my two like two favorite songs. I thought it was solid. Um, I didn't know who the guy was. I do think he has potential. I have to listen to his old music to see kind of like how he's progressed and where he could go.
1: When you saw the title, what did you think? R&B you love, where you are like? Okay, this guy better. This guy better impress
0: me. r and you love. <laughs>
1: I was like, okay, you better come I with something.
0: <laughs> I don't remember Usher having ten interludes. Cause.
1: That's not the R&B I know, <laughs>
0: right? I don't never know nobody have like ten interludes, sir. Okay, now nah, you, you went better. crazy
1: with the interludes,
0: with <laughs> yeah, stupid crazy.
1: um are uh, with R&B over, overall this year are there I know we, we're, we're gonna save our, our top three favorite part, albums that, that we do every year for, for the next episode but, but are there any Maida's album man is just still sticking with me bro it's just still sticking with me and, and she released a li- I don't know if you saw this. she released a live version of, of, of those tracks some of those tracks and I was like bro she sounds great even in the live setting so that
0: that's one dope. and Cleo Soul
1: and Cleo Soul's album is, is still working for me
0: that's my favorite It's my favorite right now there's a, there's still a couple weeks left. Still
1: a couple weeks left. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping it. Joey
0: <laughs> drops his album. I don't know if he's gonna drop it to tell I think he's gonna drop it next year, but Joey's one I'm looking forward to. But I think Cleo Souls album is my favorite from this year.
1: Definitely. Um and now we're getting into our next review with Joey Baddies, Eric the Ar- Architect and Farrell Shook Up um review in this new track, which is Eric the Architect's um Third total single of the year. He details a complicated relationship with a woman, discussing how to move forward with the situation. You know, it's got a smooth boom, bat beat to it. And each artist brings um, something different to the track. Um, and and I, you know, when you do bring three artists together, you want them to bring their own type of element, what, whatever, whatever their unique um, approach is. And I thought this was a, a dope track um, to, to really kind of complement all, all those artists. What did you kind of think about this one overall? And do you feel as though these three you know complement each other?
0: I do. I do. Um, I knew it was going to be Boom Pap. It's going to be um, that type of vibe. And I think everybody holds their own. I mean, I'm a huge fan of Joey. Yes. And I thought this song was really dope. I thought it was smooth. I think you can listen to it in so many different elements in so many different times. Like This can be like a, a chill song. You listen to around the crib, something you ride to, something you start your morning to. I really thought it was dope. I thought- the storytelling was good. I mean, I mean, it was all around fire when it came out. Sure. It was like I've been listening to it for a while, so it definitely yeah, I, got this. Saved. This was
1: one you recommended. This was one you recommended. Yeah. So I, knew, I knew you liked it.
0: Yeah, definitely. yeah, definitely a single song. It is. Me, it is. I yeah. yeah, I
1: thought so too. I thought so. Definitely too.
0: a single song. I think we're the first. You have to. You have to do this, bro. You have to stamp this. We're the first podcast, I believe, who kind of differentiates between songs that are singles or songs that should be on an album i think we're the first podcast i listen
1: to a lot of podcasts i haven't heard a lot of podcasts no i listen to a lot we're the first (laughs) i I think we really are this is something that's kind of
0: exclusive to full scope so full scope baby yeah (laughs) i'm telling you man we're trendsetters for sure. <laughs> <Drake said
1: that. laughs> when you said that, when you said that, I was like, oh, like, I have not heard another podcast do that. No, so that bro. is definitely true. That is definitely true.
0: All
1: Lil, these, who, all these little baby, little baby. baby dropped two songs. He dropped two songs. Playboy Cardi dropped two songs recently. Did you check out any, any of, cause I know he's kind of falling off for you. Playboy, kinda, yeah, Playboy Cardi, and uh, I'm uh, a little baby because I know a
0: like, baby draw. I have to go listen to it. Playboy Adam, man. To me, like, and I
1: know he has a big fan base, but it's it just sounds like
0: the same old thing music, bro. I was having a discussion with somebody else uh, with the young homies. He was like, Man, Playboy got so many monthly listeners. That's old music, bro. That's I, still old.
1: To I still listen to dial it. Like,
0: I still listen out. to dial <laughs> <got out here. laughs> it. I still listen to here, Bro, I play a song
1: too much, bro. I am listening to the old Cardi, not this. Thing. <laughs>
0: Woke like, up, nigga, trying to like me, bro. Bro, that's that's what I used to listen you to. Know. You know what I'm talking about? And man, it's just it's the music is not the same. I think that's the good. drive is not the same. He looked just like he just looked demonic at this point, bro. <laughs> <laughs> bro he's he ain't fighting demons. He's welcome to demons, <laughs> like, bro.
1: I am with you,
0: <laughs> bro. I'm okay. <laughs> you can have him. You understand me? I don't, yeah, but I got to go listen to little babies. A lot of people say he dropped off. I don't think he dropped off. I just, I don't think he dropped off. I don't think he, he dropped I'm off just,
1: yet. I'm just going to say this. 2021, after his wants and needs verse, the hype for Lil Baby was never higher. Like when, no. he, when, when he went on that track and did what he did, people were like, oh, he might he might be like going on a run. And then it just, yeah, that, that, that. Last, that last album didn't do it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think it was more. I think he should stop doing albums and do more features. I think that's oh, where yeah, he killed that. Yeah, because he did the feature with the baby, the rock star. He killed that. No, was that was that him? I think that was, was him. Was that yeah? And then he did um, even with uh, Drake's other album off CLB. Girls want girls. Yeah, girls. His verse was really nice. I think he's. I think he he was up there with Drake because he was like, man, we
1: championed that song. We championed yeah. that song when it came out. Now people, now everybody likes it. That song, that song is fire,
0: <laughs> bro, fire. And he's he said Drake is the only rapper that makes him actually write.
1: That's true because so Drake saying, is a great songwriter. He, yeah, he, he knows songwriting.
0: Yeah, he's a ghostwriter. He has ghostwriters. Everybody has ghostwriters.
1: <laughs> Get into that Ghost Rider conversation. Father,
0: stretch your head. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Father, stretch. Man, that, now I'm thinking about that W freestyle. <laughs> that thing was fire. That man. was crazy. <laughs> well, that wraps it up for tonight. I'm your host, Winter Burns, and I'm my kind of our by Morris. This has been Scope. See you later.